Okay, so this episode, I am going to sound like I am a hater, and I just want you to know, context is, these are not my words. Now, I have had this intuition, but it's been verified by many trainers, and here's the punchline. The punchline is, the guys, the girls that are seen as sometimes the best trainers in the industry are the ones who have the most clout the biggest brands the most reach the most followers and i mean i'm sure everybody knows that's not always the truth the case but kudos to the ones who have the huge followings like they're in a position where everyone else would not mind being here's the thing i've had people who are who have zero followers have very little followers and i've had people who have a significant number of followers 50 to 70 to 100 plus thousand and i'm not going to say any names because i would never want to damage anybody's trust or uh, not be discreet but you know I've, I've had guys tell me they've gone and trained with certain influencers certain trainers and when they get there they're like oh my gosh this is the training session people are paying what for this and they've been underwhelmed by that person's training not to say that person is a is a bad trainer, was a bad trainer. It's just, I guess there's a correlation of what we think someone does or how well they train with their status. So we think the higher the status, the better the trainer. And it's not always the case. Sometimes it can be the case. Sometimes certain influencers specialize in certain skills and they are that deal. They are great, but there are others who are amazing at what they do, but don't have a huge following. And that has led me to think one thing. You know, I I really don't see that many people who are really just climbing the ranks and increasing their following by thousands and hundreds of thousands right now. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't have a firm grasp on who that might be if you don't already have a significant following. It doesn't matter if you have that huge following or not. It is nice to have more reach, but a view doesn't always mean you know exactly how somebody feels about it. Sometimes people don't even like your stuff, but they probably love the content in their own domain, in their own viewing, in their own consumption of it. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is if you're not going to have a huge following and compete in influence and compete in reach and compete in a global brand, then shoot, the next best thing or the best thing, and it doesn't have to be one or two, it doesn't have to be one before the other, it it can be that you focus on maximizing your local basketball training business. You can start to compete against yourself as so many really like to do, which I just don't understand because we come from a basketball, a really competitive uh, sport where guys like me had napoleon syndrome and had to have a chip and had to be competitive against other people and not just try to outdo myself it just wasn't like that you know and i and this is me you know i'm sure there are others who really do compete against themselves only uh especially with with the basketball training but my point is this if you don't have a huge great brand and in a global brand that is making it easier for you to charge a certain rate and making it Uh, easier for you to travel across the world and do some of those things 
and you're more than likely going to be local in your your impact and then maybe branch out a little farther why not optimize what you have by learning business and being a very good businessman or businesswoman why not do both even if you do have a huge brand because i know some people who have huge brands have a lot of followings but their models i just don't understand and i don't think it's the most efficient and effective way of running what they're running but it's not my call and it's not my decision to make so this podcast is basically uh being spoken to say looks can be deceiving and if you aren't going to have a huge brand a huge following and if you are more local in your basketball training and your impact and the way that you operate why are we not trying to learn how to maximize the opportunity that we have and maximize what we know and how we operate our basketball training business that's the main thing that's the main thing you'd be surprised at some of the the, the names that have been thrown around that you would think are, are great at what they do, but then you get underwhelmed when you see them in person and you're surprised by a lack of knowledge, a lack of a system, a lack of a lot of things. But because they have such a, a huge name and they have influence, it's okay. It makes up for a multitude of sins. And that's not always the case for a lot of us. That definitely is not. Some of us have to just be uh, great at what we do, and that's that. Our reputation goes based on our work, our body of work, not just on how many followers we have. So hopefully this motivates you, especially if you're one of those guys like me who don't have a massive following. Uh, Hopefully you're one of those guys that can really optimize your your day-to-day, your local training, and hit certain milestones that you've wanted to hit especially if you're if you're a long shot away from potentially you know having global reach. Now this is not to say like people who have low or small followings don't travel the world and and train players overseas. Like I know plenty of people who do that. So that's possible as well. I guess what I'm trying to get at is why are we not trying to optimize to to be the best that we can if if you really say you compete against yourself, why are we not trying to learn business which i think is the x factor so that we can do the best that we can and help as many people as possible while being profitable and while having a great setup in our in our own right that's that's my question that's my question to the the basketball trainers out there i'm posing it i hope everything's going well with you guys i hope you are growing i hope you are serving athletes and helping them graduate to the highest degree of fulfillment from this game of basketball that we all love and i hope again that you are trying to optimize your basketball training business for what your athletes need and what you want i'm out hope you have a great weekend yo hope that podcast gave you some value if it did please rate review and subscribe to this it only makes the podcast better i read every single one and at the very least go join our group you'll see the link in the description of this episode and i will catch you on the next one